What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. Welcome to your Wednesday show coming at you late. Um, I did watch. I had a busy day today. Uh, I did watch Miss Marvel episode five early this morning. And I just didn't have a chance to record it until now. And actually, I'm actually up against it because I'm actually recording an episode uh, of an interview, you know, a special episode. I have no clue I'm going to drop it, though. I might actually drop it next week with episode six. It's kind of like a two-parter type thing. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I did take some notes. That's what you guys see me, you know, fluffing around for. I actually thought this was a really strong episode. I actually thought this was like, this felt as like more of the season finale than anything until the very end. Um, we got the history and realized that uh, Kamal's great-great-grandmother was the first one to have the bangle. She was running from... Uh, the Jen herself, and how the magic has always been in the family, and how it, when I still don't know the name of the place, I can't remember it, but when Kamala essentially got sent back, it was in order to retrieve a picture, and Aisha stayed alive in that world. Until she saw Kamala and then she passed away and passed her along this picture. Um, and it was it was very uh, a very emotionally <clears throat> uh, connecting episode. And so um, I thought that was cool for sure. Um, <clears throat> I thought, like I said, this, this just this just felt like the end. And then when the veil was revealed, uh, we seen one member of the Jinn try to go through it and destroy her and as soon as uh the head the leader of it said i'm gonna go home she said i can do it she uh come on said hey what about um what's his name i have his name written down because i couldn't it's not Car it's Cameron. um she said what about her she essentially passes her power off to him before she dies and so i didn't know I, that part of it, I didn't understand why she sacrificed herself when she didn't have to, or was that the only way to actually close it? Because it closed, <clears throat> or so we think. I don't know. You know, um, towards the end of it, uh, Bruno and uh, Cameron uh, meet up as Cameron has nowhere else to go. His family abandoned him. His mother did essentially, but um, at the end of it, we see damage control does find where he is because he's a he's a metahuman so like that i guess they have that tracker on or whatever and he's destroying it and that's when bruno says you have powers too then it just cuts so it feels like more of an episode of where kamal's going to go back to jersey in order to help out bruno and cameron from uh getting taken from damage by damage control but this was about connecting the generations <clears throat> You finally see Kamal's mom see as she is Miss Marvel, and then you realize, oh, she's had this power in her the entire time, and that her mom was not loopy or lost her mind or anything because it was one of those things where it was just like, oh, I believe now. I should have never not believed you. And and the grandma said a, a really good line. I'm, I'm not gonna say it word for word here, but essentially, grandma was like, this is probably the way it was supposed to happen. I couldn't connect with you. 
the same way you can connect with your daughter. But we, I connected with your daughter in a way you couldn't, which brought us together. You know, <clears throat> I thought this was a really strong episode. Um, I really enjoyed it personally. Um, this show actually really surprised me with the. <clears throat> It's clearly not from my demographic, but I still feel like if you are a fan of the MCU, you could be a fan of this. I do think sometimes when when people deviate or when brands deviate from stuff, like it's it, it can get really ugly. And it's like, wait a second, hold on a second. Like, what are we doing here? Like. Why are we deviating so much off the path? And yeah, there's still some MCU tropes in there and um, that people aren't going to be happy with. But I definitely feel like this is setting a bar <clears throat> for if we ever see a Miles Morales TV show. Like, I do wonder how they can differentiate these things. Because a lot of these characters are so overstuffed in Jersey and here and here. It's hard to make every city. Like, to me, that's what the, Dare, that's what the Netflix shows did so well. Like, you knew Hell's Kitchen was different from Harlem. Like, you've seen the blackness in Harlem. You've seen Hell's Kitchen just crappy. You've seen Jessica Jones part of it. Like, to me, it did so many things that just separated themselves from each show. And each show felt like them, themselves. Whether you liked them or not, it doesn't matter. They felt like themselves. Um, as far as I'm concerned... I can't give the show a rating yet. I'm not even going to think about doing that. However, I do feel like it is a strong MCU show, especially considering I didn't necessarily want to even watch it or wasn't looking forward to it. Excuse me. Um, I am curious to see how Miss Marvel will go into the greater MCU. We know she's already in the Marvels. Um, I'm curious to see if there's any connecting tissue next week in the series finale. Or the season finale. I know some people are saying that there's a season two on the way. Air quotes. Air quotes. I guess I'm doing air quotes. But um, <clears throat> I feel like personally, like I don't think it needs to be a season two. Because I feel like they. I, I will say this. Say what you want to. But I know a lot of people have a lot to have a lot to say, have had a lot to say. Excuse me about these these Disney Plus series and how you need to watch them. And I do think that hurts the MCU in the greatest. If for a fan like myself. Kevin Smith, Jonathan Esther, people like that, we're going to watch. For someone who's a casual fan, you don't want necessarily have to watch WandaVision to get to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It does hurt the overall power of the MCU, and I agree with that. <clears throat> I do think, though, I saw this one review about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and how they felt and tried to stuff too much into it. And to me personally... I think because they had such lower tier tier villains, that made it feel less stuffed. This was about Sam Wilson's ascent to Captain America. Bucky Barnes' ascent to getting over the Winter Soldier. No one could care about the Head Smashers or the Foot Smashers or whatever the fuck they were called. I can't remember their names. Or Backdrop. No one cared about that. To me, this feels like a stuffed movie. You have legit all of a comic book uh, show. You legit like every part of Miss Marvel's early lore in this film. 
except for an appearance from Carol Danvers, which, which obviously, for those of you guys don't know, her first appearance, technically, Miss Marvel, was in Captain Marvel's comic book. Um, but legitimately, you, like, have so many things stuffed into, all her lore stuffed into here. And <clears throat> I feel like, personally, I enjoyed Hawkeye, right? And I, I feel like, yeah, you had Echo in there, you had a Kingpin in there, but you had Kingpin in there, essentially, at the end. You know, so it wasn't too stuff. I feel like you got everything you needed out of this. And I do feel like if you didn't come out of this show learning anything about Miss Marvel, then you just didn't watch it. You know, I, I do feel like they've done this character justice so far. This character is, she plays, I don't know her real name, but Miss Marvel does a good job playing Miss Marvel. Um, I'm kind of rambling here. So let me kind of end it right here. Um, <laughs> essentially, I, I, I enjoy episode five. That was one of the stronger shows. I, 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 I really... What's surprising me is how much how deep in the bad they're going into the into the Marvel comics lore and to Pakistani history, you know, and I, I don't know much about. Like I legit text uh, someone I know who's Pakistani, been to Pakistan recently, and say, "Hey, can you watch episode four of Miss Marvel and tell me how accurate?" It? I know part of it was filmed on set um, in Toronto, I believe, but other part of it, another part of it was filmed in actually in Pakistan. So I actually texted her. I was like, yo, can you tell me how accurate this is? And she was like, it's pretty fucking accurate. I was like, wow, that's fucking dope. So, anyways, I'm not going to keep rambling on about how much I enjoyed the episode and this series. But I have enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, episode six this Friday. Too much going on. You have Love and Thunder coming out. Technically, it's tomorrow, I guess. I might watch it tomorrow, actually. You have Love and Thunder coming out, and then you have episode 8 of season 3 of The Boys. I am seriously, seriously excited to watch this. Like, I will say this, and I think I said this before on the show. Like, I don't know what's going on. I have no fucking clue, but it's been harder and harder. Now I've been dodging spoilers like I'm fucking Neo in the Matrix again. It's just crazy how I went from not having to worry about it to this season just blowing people off the off you know, just, just blowing their minds. So I'm gonna actually have this weekend and I'm I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna enjoy it. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this late Wednesday show. I have to get off here and get on the get on that interview. But I appreciate you guys sticking with me. I am the Soul Chemical. This is the Wednesday show. Please like, subscribe, and follow, and I am out.